shining a beacon on the bazaar. Right then, our kid, I need a word with you. What about it? <laughs> Steady! <laughs> well, there's been rumours of carryings on in Ooh. the sauna at uh, Harrogate. Is there? Yeah. Is it the, the Turkish one? The Turkish, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, all, all the baths there, right. <laughs> it used to be that they allowed people to go nudie. Did they? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, but oh, apparently... Is, is it a little bit like that kind of sort? I thought it was pretty straight-laced. No, it is straight-laced, but it's traditional in the sense that people would walk around and just bathe. You know, men yeah. only, women only, that ah, kind right, of thing, yeah. you know what I mean? We're all friends here. Uh, we're all friends <laughs> here, but apparently that's been halted mm. because there's been inappropriate behaviour. Oh, someone walking around boned up? Well, they don't, they've not quite said right, um, but... Uh, 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 a witness has said they've seen, uh, they've seen a, a rosy cheeked young cove. Um, an old fart with some tins and a walrus was carrying on. <laughs> <laughs> that dirty boy pee. Yeah, well, the three of you, Ivan. <laughs> <laughs> We're slanderous fuckers having a pop. <laughs> what I do in a sauna with Pete and Thor is my business. <laughs> They were jerking off in corner watching anyway. <laughs> well, when they finished themselves, they've been dobbed in, kid. You've been terrible, so the sauna police are going to be coming down if you're not careful. Why is someone actually reporting me? I got a report earlier on on Twitter saying that. <laughs> <laughs> and they said the, this, this, the headline that this, this inappropriate behaviour being going on in the sauna in Harrogate, and uh, that you were you were named, <laughs> named and shamed, named and shamed. It's all natural. <laughs> well, apparently now it's spoiled all the fun at Harrogate. Oh, They've all got to go swimsuits so on now. Even no, Thor. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. That was right. Big swimsuit. One leg all. The other one laughing about. Oh, that's nice. Thank you, whoever dobbed me in there. <laughs> so that's all your sauna fun ruined. Oh, it? well, I'll have to get, get another bathhouse. There must yeah. be one somewhere. Have you for a sauna? Only in, in swimming pools and stuff. I've never gone for a proper sauna yeah. place. I'd, I'd love it. I do love Would all you? that kind of. I'd, I'd be it with branches and they do that in Finland or yeah, they do, wacky yeah. about or I'd do that plungy freeze pool. I'll do all yeah, that. Yeah, you that. like all that. Oh, to pamper yeah. the Benny. Yeah, like, yeah, I yeah. love a bath and I love water, so steam room. But yeah, I always thought it was very regulated there, you know, above yeah. board. I wouldn't like to go to like some smelly little. I did know someone that there's a there's steam complex in Armley or something. It's like a big one for what? the other sort sort of customers. You know, let's say um, it's a meeting place rather than a sauna. Well, is that the one that you you're gonna be the spunk boy there? Yeah, I think you're gonna be the same <laughs> one, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But apparently, it's massive. It's a swingers club at the weekend, and it's a you know, it's supposed to be massive though inside it. You know, it's got really? all sorts of different things in there. But I used to know a chap, and he was horrible. He was, <laughs> you know, what I mean, there was something obviously a bit wrong with him. He was really fat and gross. He was just, he was so openly friendly. If you know what I mean. Um, I said to him, "What are you, you doing all week?" And, yeah, I'm going to sauna. I'm like, "Oh, nice." Yeah, I'll go every Sunday for free Sunday dinner. I'm like, "Oh, what?" what? Like, yeah, we're all there. You, know, you got towels on and all that. Yeah, sometimes I've got towels on. Like, what? Sometimes they're eating Sunday dinner in the raw. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh, you know the hot, you know that swimming bath kind of feel to a place when you walk oh. in and there's a lot of moisture. And, and then you the got spunk. that mixed with onion gravy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm spunk. <laughs> 
Buffy really too. Buffy also did this Always for a been bit. great bedfellows of <laughs> onion gravy and spunk. <laughs> oh, but him greedily eating his free Sunday dinner. Oh, he oh, just what, thought, At what wow. point are the people are running this? Fucking sauna, right? In, in grufty old Armley, right? Because yeah. there's nothing Armley can do. But you, I, you can call Armley what you want. Yeah, it yeah. can't defend itself. <laughs> it really can't. <laughs> it can't, it really can't, can't. Say, well, you know. <laughs> no, 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 it's grotty. Yeah, right? proper grotty. It's grotty. Uh, and so for Armley to sort of like say, like, you know, a bloke running a, a sex club sauna <laughs> yeah. in Armley and say, do you know what this place needs? It's uh, uh, a. Uh, 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 Sunday dinners. <laughs> Sunday dinners. So How's that mixed with sex? It's like and even big full tummy. <laughs> right, ready, <laughs> ready for Michael Bubby. He <laughs> don't make sure he's good. Well, I'm not ready for a bumming yet. I'm mean, a crumble. <laughs> oh, Let's finish me crumb. Well, I'll buy you just have your crumb. I'll go in gently. Well. All right, Roy. Yeah, all right. Yeah. But be careful, because I'm eating me crumble. <laughs> it's just weird, isn't it? That's no, not custard. <laughs> then I thought that swingers get out, do they get snacks? So is it some world of eating? I've heard it? this before oh. that we, with sort of some swingers clubs that there's a bit of a kind of like a, a buffet. Lot, yeah. Well, I've heard this bit of a thing. Like what, what they call it in America? It's some, something pot they call it, where, where you sort of bring your own like a. a um, oh, you bring your own chili or something. Yeah, you bring a chili or something. Yeah. You might bring sort of like. Like a stew or a Oh god, it's awful. How awful is that? Booze and stuff, yeah. Loads of cold. Oh no, but the booze isn't booze is a, a big no no apparently among swingers. Because oh. of course you get people getting off the tits and carrying on and ah. kicking off and t- totally losing all inhibitions. Right. It gets all messy. Ugh, proper sober at it, right? Oh, god. Yes, well that's another thing I find. Just being sober in there thinking, alright. And, and having to get warmed up, you know. Oh, mate, it's another world, isn't it? I, I can't. Dark, isn't it? It is dark. Fucking hell. So, yeah, so, the, you know, but the idea of, like, say, of having a big old Sunday dinner in in, in, in this <laughs> dark hall with, with techno blasting <laughs> away yeah, in the background, it, yeah, in, in <laughs> yeah. a towel. And even when you fall, you just look at yourself and think, oh, what have I become? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you know, oh, what would my mum think if she yeah. saw us now? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Look over where she's just finishing off on a spotted dick. <laughs> oh, she's saving up. Your other, other helping man. <laughs> no, not now, Mum. <laughs> I like your white clean penny though. Yeah. Black PVC. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, let's change subjects. It's not right, is it? Well, you started from being a naughty boy down by the arrogant side. <laughs> Naughty boy. Yeah. Oh, should we just say? Should we just say it's alleged? Alleged. <laughs> But you're not there now, are you? No. Do you know I'm where a... you are now? Where am I? You're in Cracking Cove, the podcast that shines a beacon <laughs> on the bizarre. And I'm Matt. And I'm a dirty Benny. Yeah. <laughs> and I had a bit of a joke at weekend, oh, which nice. is awful. But I'm at that age now, you know what I mean? <laughs> Pony. Yeah, yeah. Come on, let's hear it. And it was basically, it was a little bit sort of like theme for this. And he was saying, it was it was Tony Blackburn, and he was saying, <laughs> saying how... Uh, and it was it was Dermot O'Leary, oh, Dermot yeah. O'Leary. So I was saying to Tony Blackburn, it's just <laughs> like he's like, oh, somebody was asking me the other day about like won the lottery, I'd buy what sort of house I'd buy. He says uh, I'd buy a derelict lighthouse. Oh, yeah. He said, yeah, because he, he doesn't want anything flashy. Oh, <laughs> get that's it? A fucking stinker. Do you get it? Yeah, I get it. Shit. I'm laughing my ass off at you. Do you get it? <laughs> Not to get flashy. Yeah, you were the yeah, fly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I got oh, it. I didn't get it. No. I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> what do you call a magic dog? Wait a sec. What do you want? What do you call a magic dog? Dunno. <laughs> Fucking like I say it. 
Oh no. It's where you tell him. An, abra <laughs> an abracadabra door. In yours. Oh, this is a bad start. Come on. I like it. Yeah. I can just do this all day, mate. <laughs> so, yeah, there we go. <laughs> better do some fucking casting. <laughs> I think the best. Right, first bit of shit we need to get out of the way and crack and go. We've got some homework. Um, Gary Glitter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the elephant in the room. The elephant in the room, yeah. This, it's, I mean, it's obviously something that's been running through a couple of episodes of uh, Crack and Co. Yeah, yeah. The realisation. I think we were on about Gary Glitter before he got released. He, we just, he came up, didn't he? Yeah, he just came up, yeah. yeah. Next thing, he was out. And yeah. did, we didn't have what to do with it. We <laughs> didn't bust him free. Half of his sentence or something, didn't he? Yeah, this is what's absolutely disgraceful. Because, uh, and for, for people who don't know, quick update, um, he was like 1970s pop star was Gary Glitter. Yeah. The big his pop star in the in the fucking yeah. you know on the go at the time wore mad outfits just looked mental and everything like yeah, that yeah. catchy songs or catchy, catchy songs, songs he, he was lasted. a good musician yeah he was actually. he was a good musician yeah. then again so was Michael Jackson yeah. <laughs> <laughs> might come to him later yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know and that's the thing but he's he, he was he were wrong and there's footage of him actually on one of the uh, I think it's on Jim will fix it oh, with Jimmy Savile God. and uh, Jimmy's inviting him to get in amongst a load of teenage girls and, yeah. and the look on his face is like literally the cat who's got the cream oh. he's climbing among, amongst these kids of about 13, 14 yeah. these girls and of course they're really excited to be sitting here sort of like yeah, being, yeah. such a superstar yeah such a superstar and apparently after this particular recording both Jimmy and Gary uh, hold some of these girls back to the dressing room uh, and basically kind of locked them in there for a while with them oh, and it no. wasn't good oh, it no. wasn't good and, and that's the sc when I'm saying that I'm not, I'm not trying to be I'm not trying to make light of it basically this was absolutely horrible stuff they were doing really horrible stuff they were doing uh, and it's no laughing matter and it's that bit announcing it on, on air cheekily because he loved that didn't he Savile that kind of nearly saying the truth on yeah the camera, yeah that's you know it swinging I mean? you flying close to the sun yeah, that's, that's, his, that's the thing he, he, he knew he would because in his arrogance, he just decided he was better than everyone else. Yeah. And fair, not fair play to him. But yeah. it's like he, he he got away with it. And yeah. he was getting away with it because he was doing what he did so well. And that's worse bit. He did it well. Yeah, he did, he did it really, really well. He was an absolute pro pedo. Yeah. You know, and... Um, but then, uh, but obviously Gary Glitter, he got caught for it. You know mm. I mean? He was absolutely... I don't know what he got caught, because I know he got... Caught in Thailand and arrested. Well, he was caught in Operation U Tree. That was the thing he was first oh, outed right. in that. So when they started looking into reports, all the reports were there of all these pedos. Yeah. Um, yeah. Only a few of them actually came to the surface, and a few, the only, the, uh, very little of them actually caught. But some people, they just couldn't hide it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Gary Glitter, one of them. So yeah, get caught for that. He was basically sent down for sort of like a messing with kids and reports yeah. of it, and, and accurate police reports. Yeah. That's when he fled the country. Uh, went off to Thailand originally, didn't he? Yeah, but then yeah. he was actually collared in Vietnam. Yeah. yeah. Because he, he was caught actually on. I think if you remember right, he was actually caught on a, on a riverboat, living on a riverboat, and they caught him with like basically two like an eleven and a twelve year old girl in the riverboat with him, where he'd oh, snaffled these kids. And he was still couldn't get his head around the fact he'd done anything wrong. So oh. he was jailed for that. And if you jailed in again, like you say, if yeah. you jailed in Vietnam, you know you you're really doing something yeah. bad, you know. But then for other offences and things like that, he, he was jailed over here, you know. He yeah. jailed for being an absolute pedo over here. But he's got out early. So he's got out, I think, 16-year sentence. He's come out after eight years, you yeah. know. And it, strict conditions that he's got to be in. He's in, a, like, a bail hostel and all that sort of stuff. First thing he's done is got hold of a phone 
and it's been recorded, surreptitiously recorded, trying to download software that accesses the darknet. That's the first thing he's doing. He's like, right, I'm out of jail at last. Give me a phone. <laughs> yeah, give me a phone. I need all I can get to actually sort of like, because I think one of the, one of the soft pieces of software is called DuckDuckGo or something like that. Or uh. DuckDuckDuck, you know, I can't what it's called. And it is, it is a piece of encrypted software so you can access the darknet. But apparently that's Whoa. not good enough. They want something that's really good. And apparently the one that's really good. I think it's called the Onion or something. I've heard of that if you want to get on by a gun or something like that. You yeah, oh, yeah. So that's basically and And, and Gary Glitter's not looking to buy a gun, is it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. oh. So, the, the, I mean, all he could, the first thing this guy, I think, he, I think he's nearly 80 now, something, he's yeah. like in his mid 70s. First thing this guy can think to do when he leaves jail, rather than thinking, oh, freedom at last, I'll just go sort of like have a nice meal. Yeah. Go, no, first thing he wants to do is access child pornography. Fucking Straight hell. in for the kiddie porn. But just, no, he's done it dumbly as well. He hasn't even hidden it, really, has he? He just no. gone straight, got caught red handed straight away, hours after release. Yeah, 36 hours. Bloody they hell. got him back in 36 hours straight back. But what they're gonna do now? Does he have to finish the rest of his sentence? Because he just fucking obviously. I think he has on. to be found guilty. I think it goes back to court now to face yeah. to see if he's actually sort of like um, broken his kind of the, the rules yeah. of his. Well, his, yeah, he fucking which he has. has yeah, so yeah. there's every chance they'll if, if they don't send him back, there's something wrong. Absolutely. So yeah, so, yeah, so luckily uh, the the children of the world can sleep yeah, safe again because Gary has been back now. Uncle Gary has gone oh. back to prison. <laughs> I mean, like the non swing as well, were I've heard some bad stuff about that. They're all whispering the tales to each other and stuff. Are they? Yeah. Where do we hear that from? I don't know, from Dance. From that fat bloke down Armley. I've heard it somewhere that it's the big story time. Oh, yeah. man alive. It's fucking grim, isn't it? She'll fucking gag him. She'll be in those. Can you imagine if you got accidentally rock locked up then? You're thinking, no, I shouldn't be here. This is terrible. No. I won't do no wrong. It's, yeah. it's, it's, and then you're in amongst, oh, yeah, you're all right. You're one of us. And you're, oh, no, no, I'm not. No, no, I'm innocent, me. Yeah, I am, and all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, listen I'm, to these. Yeah, fucking hell. You wouldn't sleep well at night, would you? Oh, that Jack and Ori going on. Oh, Christ. You'd be killing them, wouldn't you? Be fucking oh, killing them. awful stuff, yeah. Mm, so, geez. anyway, on that happy note, I think yeah. well, let's get on to some actual proper casting. Yes, please. Yes. I'll <laughs> <laughs> have to get his tail removed. What? He had a tail running family, he had a little tail at the end of his spine, and he had to go get it removed when we were kids. Cat Weasel himself, yeah, had what? a little tail. Just <laughs> did it, did a fuck. If I knew somebody got a fucking tail, <laughs> I'd be wanting to look well, at that. One of them wears I'm not, you know, he's off, he's suddenly like... What, he's having his tail removed? Yeah, but we didn't know that. He kind of came back and like, where have you been? You know, like, oh, I've got my tail removed. <laughs> Fucking tail. Cats or something. Can he's just a tiny... He's really long. Three and a half foot. <laughs> <laughs> he just tucked it in. He's like, what? He's going to shit in gym after that. <laughs> yeah. He's been great swinging off at bars. But not anymore. Ruined it. Oh, his balance for all over the place. I think it's a bit dangerous, though. You know, like, you know, once it's off, it's a bit touch and go. Well, why not leave it, then? It's even worse. I don't know if you. Well, I mean, you've got a tail. It's bad to leave it, but if you if you remove it, it's a bit dangerous. Yeah, it's a bit like. So do you think he had a bit more spine in it? 
on the horse. It's just fucking it's so weird that you still got an evolutionary tail in it. That's like crazy. No, it happens. Yeah. They, they found, uh, I think it was in the 80s, they operated on a French guy. Uh, but you're <laughs> <laughs> they found uh, they found a bone in his cock uh. because a lot of animals that's how they got an erection it was wow. from the, from a, a muscular contraction behind would push a bone literally a bone into through your bone. into your penis wow. to make it erect yeah. and that's how you literally got a boner uh. um, and then that that bone had retract. To, to sort of, but weird. that's how we used to have it. That's what we used to have. We yeah. used to have a bone that would create the what erection. What monkeys? I'd be far monkeys like when some shrew. Do you know? Something. I don't know. I must admit, it's not it's something. All a bit confusing is all that evolution. Sometimes I couldn't believe it, and I think, nah, that's fucking bullshit. <laughs> no, <laughs> it was God. <laughs> I certainly don't think it was God, but you just think, what we did? What? <laughs> See, for me, again, I think we might have to cover this a little bit later in the show. But there was. I think the chances of things occurring are so massive. Not saying that because there's so few, the actual chances of life is so difficult. Yeah, but yeah. the fact that life's here and what life is capable of is so insane. It's crazy. You know, so that anything could bloody occur. So the idea of, like you say, growing a tail mm -hmm. um, and, and uh, yeah, finding an eye about I've seen, I've seen photos of it. Yeah. You know, I mean, and then obviously finding this fucking penis bone. One of the weirdest ones I, I read about. And it was the, the guy complaining of headaches, <laughs> right? And they said, I said, all right, well, we better sort of kind of do some scans yeah, and maybe yeah, operate yeah. and things like look. this. Yeah. So they'd had some scans and thought, this, this can't be right. <laughs> and they did some more looks into it. His head was full of water. He didn't have a brain. Fuck off. No. He didn't have a brain. <laughs> that can't be real. It basically, what it was, it was like a... <laughs> the base of his spine, all the, you know, all the little, um, all those primitive bits of the brain, yeah, were all kind of there, all the little nodules, all this sort of stuff, all these little connectors and stuff like that, kind of went into this liquid, into this fluid, and it was that sort of thing, isn't it? Head full of water. Jesus, could he function normally? Were he a bit special? It, it, it won't. He won't 100%, but he was fine. He held down a job. He had what, trolley boy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he used to mop out this sort of club in, aren't we? Damn, you lost to him. But <laughs> <laughs> a man who's got water for brains. <laughs> should see me with a fucking mop. They should give me a go. <laughs> So far, we're going to get down to some proper casting now. Twenty-two minutes into the show, so with this short episode, says I. Short episode, just yeah. again. So this is um, this is a story about a bloke called. Um, this is a this is a story about a man called Mister Arfak, right from Batley in West Yorkshire. Oh, exotic name. From yeah, Batley. and he's. Um, and he's a fashion designer, by oh, yeah. all accounts, right? But a frauds have been a fraud accusation has been dropped against him, right? Um, and he it says it's over a bottle of perfume claimed to be made by pop star Michael Jackson. Wow, random. right? Yeah. So Mr. Afak is accused of claiming one hundred and fifty thousand pounds. He said he had paid to companies to develop 
Oh no, this is weird. I'm gonna no, I'm gonna have to start this again a little bit, right? I might just leave all this in this. Because <laughs> so basically, what's happened? Charges have been dropped against a fashion designer accused of fraud over a bottle of perfume claimed to have been made by pop star Michael Jackson. And he just got one of them. Yeah. And it, yeah. What do you think it smells of? Fucking ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, little boy's asses. That's <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, prosecutors offered no evidence, no evidence, yeah. against Mr. Arfak on one of the fraud accounts against him in a hearing in Woodgreen Court in London on Monday. So Mr. Arfak from Batley, West Yorkshire, is still accused of a second count of fraud and theft of a motor vehicle. <laughs> he pleaded not guilty to both charges, right? The remaining fraud charge relates to an alleged agreement with a Russian socialite, Natalia Rottenberg, to produce a luxury pen with a personal branding on it. Wow, this is some it's fucking weird, shit, isn't it? It's punchy though, isn't it? From Batley, he's getting yeah. involved in all this. And then, well, that's why I can't pick <laughs> I love it. Mr. Arfak from Batley is going to be doing this this pen for a Russian Russian oligarch or a Russian socialite. He somehow got a bottle of £150,000 Michael Jackson perfume. <laughs> We've still got this thing of a stolen vehicle from somewhere. God. He's a busy boss. He's living life. So what I'm saying is they've dropped those things, right? So they said there's, there's no evidence against him on those counts, but there's still more, more counts to come. So this is going to come back to trial at 23rd of July, so we're going to watch this space. Yeah. I thought I'd better lay down some ground rules. <laughs> Nobody said... He's claiming to have this fragrance by Michael Jackson. And he's got away with it. That's he's true. got away with it. He said he's, he basically seems to be true. That is odd. Weird. So at what point did Michael Jackson go into perfumery? I bet dark. It'd be like children's tears or sweat or yeah, something. Yeah, it will be. Well, well, that's what they said his favourite smell was. Uh, little boy's bum holes, wasn't it? Oh, <laughs> were oh. Allegedly, that's the thing that he... he, oh. he, he. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That's, what he that's what the record he used to do. was all like, hey, 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 you Tommy, uh, just just bend over there, will you? <laughs> what, through pants? Or? No, he, he asked them to drop the pants. Oh, and he smelled a bum hole. a little sniff of the bum hole while wanking off. Oh, that is so dark. That's horrible, isn't it? Oh. I don't know what Tommy were doing. He's just like there touching his toes thinking, is it nearly done so? Like, <laughs> awful. Oh. oh, man, I don't want to think about that. <laughs> <laughs> it's I'm probably thinking, for the best. I can see it all with one glove and an hat. <laughs> 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 Horrible, isn't it? Oh, shit. So that's so. That? So we're just laying down the sort of like the, the uh, laying down the tarmac, as it were. For, for um, I bet it does smell like arse. Then I yeah, said perfume smell like his Yeah, ass. that's terrible, isn't it? Mm, yeah, nasty. horrible stuff, you know. So when people, but what gets me is every, all this evidence has all come out about Michael Jackson. Everybody kind of knows. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's a thing people know. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, still, his music's on radio every it day. Is, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. 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 It's one. It is that thing where people can't separate the art from the artist. Yeah. yeah. And so they think, well, if we did actually have to admit that Michael Jackson was an awful nonce, yeah, we have to pull everything. We we'll have to get rid of all this amazing music. Oh. So they've all decided, you know what? Let's just let it go. Yeah, it's too big, is Michael? Yeah. It's just kind of. And I tell you what, who's bo- pisses boiling over that? It's fucking Gary Glitter, isn't it? You know oh, I know. It? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Although I, I did hear that one of his tracks was used in the Joker, the movie, the Joker. Wow. It was on that apparently, yeah. Oh. So, so yeah. So it shows this music. I don't know why people are using it. Yeah. You think there's so much to choose from? Exactly. Why go for the nonsense sounds? Mm, <laughs> it's such a cancel culture, isn't it? And there's like, oh no, let's let them 
let, let, let them off. Yeah, it's like, is enough time passed now? You know, <laughs> no. Oh, he, he should be. And plus, you're right with it. They're still skirt around Michael Jackson, and it's obvious it's happened. You yeah. know what I mean? Well, there's some stuff that is well known that people just ignore. I mean, for example, if you look at the front of the building of the BBC main BBC broadcasting house, yeah, yeah. there's some incredible sculpture. It is beautiful by an incredible sculpture called Eric Gill. Right, yeah. And you might not, if you're not a font fan, you know what I mean? Yeah. He, he created a font called, one of my favourite fonts, called Gil Sands. Right, yeah. And Gil Sands, if I believe he's right, is the font used to do, for, you know, like the lettering for the London Underground? Oh, yeah. And all yeah. that sort of stuff. All yeah. that stuff. So, Gil Sands is this beautiful, crisp sort of bold lettering, right? Eric Gill was. Um, he was, well, he, he had paedophilic tendencies for a start. Uh. He had sex with his entire family. Uh, he also had sex with a family dog. Oh, and, God! And accounted it all in his diaries of what he was doing. He moved all his family into some sort of like weird shed on some waste ground for a good while. Oh, and basically just had sex with the whole family in uh. there against the will. And the dog, and reported how good it was having sex with his own dog. Oh, God! <laughs> but uh, people know it. Yeah, he admitted yeah. it. Yet still oh. the statues... You know, adorn all these places. What the hell? Because I saw one show on Netflix, you know, about this bloke, an old artist, who's like, basically, like, wow, how how is he not being discovered, and why isn't his work really, you know, shown? Really beautiful stuff, like a hand with like eyes on each of the fingers, and you know, really yeah. weird detailed uh, stuff. And it, just because he was a Nazi, you know, when he was younger, and oh, like, right. cancelled him, never let him do it, and that's just for being an. I know Nazis were just for being a Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't mean to gas all them dudes. <laughs> I don't think he was directly, you know, like doing something. He wore a strong believer in the Nazi party, but that's yeah. him for his whole life cancelled forever, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but then they let pedos off with it. Bit weird, isn't it? It's double really double standards, kid. Absolutely. There's something going on, isn't there? Yeah. Oh, talking of that, I had a bit of that story from earlier. I can shoe on in here. Uh, a cancel programme, and it was. Um, What's it called when you've got a container, container wall? No, big container, shipping containers, what are yeah. they called? Container wall. Have you seen that show? What's it called? I love how prepared you are for this. Yeah, <laughs> you know, so basically, part of the show is you buy a container and you don't know what's in it. Have you like a storage it? wall. That's it. There you go. <laughs> there you go. People <laughs> <Keep a> bargain. <laughs> <laughs> Storage walls. Right. I banned one of them. Uh, and basically, the bloke's saying, Yeah, yeah, I've got this. We don't know what's in it, but we know it's a child star. He like, owned it last, you know what I mean? He's oh. older now, you know what I mean? But, you know, he's, when he was an adult, he had this, you know what I mean? But he were a former child star. Yeah. So they get a big thing on that. <laughs> Pop it open. So, so you got the big chain clippers. Big chain yeah, clipper, yeah, open yeah. it up. Have a little guess. What do you think's inside? I, and my first guess is because the storage for me is always going to be Science of the Lambs. I always yeah, <laughs> that's a good storage one. Yeah, that, that's how I imagine basically just like a hearse or a big car in it with a dead body inside. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? The truth was, there was nothing in it except two things, and it were a massive male sex doll with a massive schlong dressed as a Nazi and a crack pipe. <laughs> And that were it. No. no lino, no light, no hot tub. It was just those two things. Oh, not, wow. you, not even a light. You just shut down. It's just pitch oh black in God. there. And then, now, can this be verified? Or? What do you mean? How <laughs> <laughs> can this be verified? It's a band one from Storage Wars. It's no, no, but you're saying this. <laughs> yeah. You're saying this is a band one from Storage Wars. Where have you got your information from me, mate? <laughs> he told me. 
Corey Merrified. Who do you mean, Corey Feldman? He's gonna fucking make it up, is he? I'll tell Ben a tall tale here. So that's fun. So get back to packing them trolleys. <laughs> Water brain. Yeah. I'm gonna whip him up in there. <laughs> Oh, it's a dark though, isn't it? Verification. It says all your shit when I never ask you. <laughs> right, prove it. Next story, prove it. Right, all right. This is a story that has actually been uh, fully verified. <laughs> <laughs> he says. I mean, this is from about five, six different sources, is this one. Oh, yeah. uh, uh, and he's widely... I, I do have a photograph of the chap involved. <laughs> um, it was uh, reported on both sides of the of the military during World War Two. We'll see. And it was from... <laughs> <laughs> well, I asked the guy who was parking trolleys and mocking up the disease, you fuck all about this, so I've got my doubts. <laughs> So this is the the adventures of a chap called Aimo Koivunen, right? And Aimo Koivunen is a or was a Finnish soldier. Right. So he's in the Finnish army during World War Two. Now it's a funny place was Finland during World War Two. It was tricky mm. because Finland had been owned by Russia. Right. So it was one of those places that they kind of they had been there. They'd been independent for a while. Yeah. All this sort of stuff. The Germans were invading. War was kicking off. Who do you side with? That's mm. the issue you have. You know what I mean? It's like now Russia at the time had an eye on Finland, thinking, "Ay, ay, there's a chance for a land grab. We could just take Finland back. Nobody'd say anything or yeah, do anything. Yeah, yeah. We could just have that." The Nazis knew that if Russia took Finland. They would be in deep shit because they'd be a kind of oh, almost like come over the top and yeah, invade. It's strategically bad for them. Very bad, yeah. very very bad. They wanted the matter to stay neutral, or even better, why don't the Nazis take Finland? Yeah. Now, can you think of any issues that might be tricky with Finland? The snow. You got it, our kid. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard they proper rock hard or something. Those like um, I'm sure it's Finland. The Finns were, the, they're, yeah, they're a yeah. tough tough crowd. Yeah, they're yeah. Good. you know, but but they were. They were perfectly suited to fighting in those environments yeah, yeah. you know what I mean they were really skilled at what they were doing you know but the issue you had is that some of the soldiers of the area did decide to actually sort of like almost like hook up with the Russians a little bit yeah. some of them were working for the Nazis for a while as well they thought well you know who do you throw your lot in with yeah, yeah. and it's tricky you know you can't really judge people for sort of saying yeah. you know you so but there was a certain amount of them still working for the like almost like free Finnish army kind of thing yeah. doing patrols in the area reporting back yeah. basically sort of like Finns for Finland kind of thing yeah, you know yeah. so during this time sort of like they were in the Lapland wilderness right and it was a freezing day on March the 18th 1944 so this is almost like uh, ooh, what would that be about 80 odd years to almost almost to yeah. the day you know something like that you know it's this, this time of year so he's out on patrol with all his mates, his soldiers, and they were knackered. They'd been skiing in knee-deep snow, and the temperature, which was usually around sort of 15 degrees when it got nice and sunny, right, had dropped cold. It got down about minus five. Yeah, yeah. It was due to get a lot colder. Yeah. It wasn't the sun hadn't gone down it. Oh, right. So when it goes down, you're talking it could get down at minus 25, Jesus. that kind of temperature, you know what I mean? The only issue they had 
was that the Russians in this particular area thought, Oi, oi, there's some free Finnish people. You're either with us or against us, as far as they were concerned. Well, they bump into each other. Like. Yep. Right. So the, the, basically this super well-armed Russian patrol yeah, yeah. comes across Aimo and his mates, right, and all hell breaks loose. Basically, the Russians just open fire completely, oh, trying to kill nice. everybody. Yeah, the yeah. Finns sort of fire back, but they all know they are completely outgunned and outmanned. You know, yeah, they have yeah. not got a cat and hell's chance. But the thing that these guys have on their strength and their sort of ability is the much better skiers, are faster. Yeah, so yeah. they think, well, what we can do, we're so good at this sort of stuff on our patrols, we're hoofing it, yeah, right? Yeah, run away. Run away. So off the go, right, they're hoofing it, right? So the Russians are after them, they're going, but unfortunately, Aimo is tired. Oh, he's, only, no. he's only a young soldier, he's falling behind and everything like this, you know what I mean? Things are going really, really poor for him. All his, all his mates are turning around and saying, quick, Aimo, stay, keep yeah, up. We yeah. cannot stay with you. Yeah. We cannot. We have to all keep together. Keep up, keep up, keep up, right? He was feeling weak, he was feeling shaky, he was starting to drift, oh, he would know he was falling oh, behind, right? And but even to the point, he's he's so tired he's wanting to go to sleep. All he'd eaten that day was one piece of bread. Oh. He was exhausted, right? So eventually, all happened, they had to just leave. They had to almost leave him behind, right? Yeah. And he's thinking, what, what card could he possibly have up his sleeve to survive, you yeah, know? Yeah. He's in the shit. Well, luckily, he was carrying one item of an essential kit for the entire team that he'd forgotten he had. He had them pervitin. Pervitin? Pervitin is the military-grade speed. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So Military-grade. He, he had the entire troops supply of crystal meth. That's what he was carrying. Military grade clean crystal meth. <laughs> now this was usually given to German soldiers were mad about this. Hitler yeah. loved this yeah, stuff, yeah, you know what I mean? You could go for days and days and days and days and days on this sort of stuff, God. right? And he realised, I'm falling asleep, right? I need to stay awake. Yeah, yeah. Right? The temperature's dropping, the temperature's dropping, he's in the shit, he's yeah, no fuel. Yeah, so right. what he does like he thinks, right, I better take a pill. He can't get his gloves off. He's panicking, right? He's thinking, shit, shit, shit. I'm trying to get just to try yeah, to have yeah. one of these perverting, right? Russians he can hear the Russians coming, right? So he decides to neck the entire bottle. Oh, God. It's one pill, is one dose. He has 30 doses. Oh, <laughs> my God. Just flies off. Yeah. <laughs> a few minutes later, Aimo was feeling like a new man. <laughs> he was actually feeling great. <laughs> <laughs> So now, full of energy and full of strength, gets up onto his skis, goes like holy Joe fuck, yeah, skiing off baby. in the distance, right? But because he's got so much, right, he's going fast, 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 fast. What happens with speed? The paranoia kicks in. Oh, God. And he's had so much, he starts to actually trip balls. Oh, he starts to hallucinate God. like mad, right? <laughs> <laughs> so he's, he's seen Russians where there's no Russians. Oh, he's going in the complete no. wrong direction. You know what I mean? But he's going so fast. He's actually. <laughs> oh, I love to see it. He's going so fast, right? He gets to a point, right, where he, he's going around like a hill, and he comes down the other side. He sees like a little encampment. He thinks, "Shit, 
Germans, right? Yeah, yeah. It wasn't. It actually caught up. He'd cut off his buddies. They'd all set up camp. <laughs> it because goes down. Well, he'd done it. He goes scooching off in the other direction. Oh, no. so he's in the middle of the Finnish wilderness. Yeah, he's yeah. absolutely off his face on speed, right? <laughs> and decides he's going to just hoof it. Now, the issue they've got is there's loads of other troops kicking about, and everybody just keeps seeing. It's like from fucking Looney Tunes. <laughs> this mad speed addled guy wow. just keeps popping up on everybody's radar. <laughs> Right. And it just keeps whizzing past, and nobody can get near him. <laughs> so some some Soviet soldiers tried to follow him, but it was in the middle of a meth fueled frenzy, and nothing could stop him. Right, he just left them for dust. So for the next few days, right, he just survived on water. The only thing he had to eat, right, was pine needles that he found, right. And then he realised he had more meth. Oh <laughs> God! So he just kept popping pills. I'm just skiing about really fast. <laughs> so then, but the, well, he's skiing about really fast, but then he had a few issues, you see. Then he started talking to his mates, right? And he's saying, right, what do I do? I need to do this. He's getting loads of good advice from his pals, right? Well, he bump into them again. No, they're all in his head, Whoa. right? Right. Next thing, he's in a fight. He gets in a massive battle, right? And then he's thinking, shit, how do I win, right? And he's fighting. He managed to defeat this Wolverine, right? <gasps> oh, <laughs> my God, you're fighting a Wolverine! That he'd imagined in his head. Right? Oh. It was actually a tree branch. <laughs> so he's windmilling in the middle of the wow. snow fighting a wolverine, but it wasn't, it was a tree branch, right? God. So he's, uh, like I say, so by now there's high alert in the whole area. You yeah, know what I mean? People are thinking, what needs yeah, to get him? <laughs> somebody needs. But eventually what he does, he finds himself an abandoned cabin in the woods. And this is a real cabin. <laughs> and he realises this is a lifesaver. Yeah. He needed the shelter. He was absolutely burned out. He needed, weirdly enough, he got to the end of his tent. He needed to sleep with yeah, this kid. Yeah, you know he what I mean? pass out for a so bit. He, so he built a fire, yeah. got himself snuggled down, right, and fell asleep. <laughs> But he didn't build the fire in the fireplace. He built it in the middle of the floor of the oh, wooden cabin. Oh, bless him. <laughs> He's uh, trying to wank himself to sleep. <laughs> Pulling up a little rubber acorn. <laughs> yeah, exactly, a little rubbery nub. <laughs> it's not working. I need to get to the roundabout. <laughs> so he He's killed up there. fucking flames on that. So the whole the whole cabin's on fire now, right? Wow. So the whole cabin's on floor right now. Imo's in the middle of it, curled up trying to get some sleep, right? And, it, <laughs> and all he can think to do, right, is when the flames get close to him, he just sort of wriggles a bit further away. <laughs> <laughs> so eventually the entire burning cabin falls in on him, right? Wow. And it's that time that he collapses. But luckily for him, he's on meth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he just bursts his way out of the cabin, <laughs> straps on his skis, and he's off his <laughs> Been there about 20 minutes yeah. or something, just total destruction. Yeah. So, anyway, by this time, right, he, th- he sees a distant light coming from a farm window, right, and he thinks to himself, Oh, there it is, and he's been yeah, chasing. He might have some bomb bag. Right, so he's, he's getting towards it, and he's a distant well, That's the thing, he's getting towards it, he thinks it's farm, I've got to get to him, got to get to him, got to get yeah. to him. Right? But he doesn't seem to be getting any closer, doesn't this light from the farm window? He's skiing and skiing <laughs> and skiing, right? He's getting closer and closer, but he never seems to light up. Then he realises he's been looking at the North Star. Oh, <laughs> how far north did he go? he just been, well, that's the thing. Oh. So he's been skiing in the wrong direction. Oh he's going God. absolutely batshit. So eventually he finds a military outpost, right? And he thinks, oh, thank God, you know, I can sort of hand myself in or something, right? Finnish or Russian? German. Oh, <laughs> where did they come from? <laughs> so he rocks up, right, at this German outpost, right? 
He's like, I'm done. Do whatever you but want. He didn't I'm proper the done. Booby trapped it. Oh. So he trips over this thing, right? And a mine blows up, right? Ah. So he's thinking, I flee, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's off again. He's off again. <laughs> Zing, right? And as he's zinging, right, he looks down, right? And he realises all he can see poking out of his foot is just loads of bits of bone and blood uh, and meat and stuff. Right? He's mangled. He hasn't even got any skis on. <laughs> yeah. Well, he ha- luckily he has, yeah. right? But he, he's still just going. Oh, God. He still just keeps going, right? He's, his foot's mangled. He's all a bit fucked up, right? But he eventually gets to this, uh, this uh, another camp. He gets yeah. to another camp, another German camp, oh. right? So he gets in, he tries to open the door of a dug on a dugout instead. Yeah. He thinks, right, get this fucking dugout open, right? Boom, that blows oh, up. That's man. been mined as well, right? So he finds himself um, belly up, buried in 30 metres of snow from the dugout, right? His clothes and shoes have been torn to shreds in the explosion. <laughs> and he's still holding the doorknob in his hand. <laughs> <laughs> so in addition to having no weapons, no food, no compass, he was seriously hurt, half naked, and he was still tripping balls. Oh right? my god. So he decides, but the best thing he can do is crawl into a ditch and sleep. Yeah, and yeah. all he can do is he goes to sleep, curls up in a ditch, goes to sleep, and all he can dream about is food, food, Ugh. food, food, right? Days later, days later, Ugh. another Finnish patrol comes by, right? And they start to find this half-stoned, naked countryman in an abandoned German outpost, which is completely blown <laughs> up, right? <laughs> Stomach down of in his hand. Yeah, so but because they're kind of in a patrol, they're sort of saying, yeah. right, well, we can't rescue you. Yeah, we we yeah. can't carry you. So they actually promised to rend- uh, send a rescue party, right? But he was certain then that they were never going to come back for him, right? So while he waited, and he waited for this rescue party to come, he, he imagined Russians were going to come and try and find him and kill him, right? He imagined the Germans were coming, all yeah. that sort of stuff, right? But then this lovely little symbol came and visited him. It was a, a bird called a Siberian jay landed wow. nearby. The beautiful symbol, a, a Siberian jay. Beautifully coloured bird, if you've ever seen yeah. one. If you get a chance out there, just have a little look at one, right? So he grabbed it, <laughs> pulled his head off and ate it. Now that's exactly what I was thinking. Eat the bird! <laughs> and then a few days later, luckily, the Finns came back, right, nice. and rescued him. Oh, cool. When he was finally brought back to a field hospital, his heart rate, right, now, ordinary heart rate, if you've got a good high heart rate, or my ordinary heart rate's about sort of like 60, 70 beats a minute, something yeah. like that, you know. His heart rate was going at 200 beats a minute. It's going like a hamster's, right? hamster. <laughs> And, he, and he'd lost weight down to a shocking 43 kilograms, oh. which is about 90, 94 pounds, right? Oh, He's about 100 pounds lighter than me. Yeah, yeah. He'd basically burned his way through his entire physical system in all these oh, days of skiing fuck. and being off his tits on speed, nothing right? nothing in his stomach except for speed. Yeah, he, as they described in this article, the poor guy had basically turned into a hummingbird. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he'd been on the move for two weeks, oh, right? God. Now you got to realize he's been he's been just kicking about in in the snow for two weeks yeah. trying to avoid people, right? He had covered two hundred and fifty miles Jesus, of skiing. Mental. So he, he's basically almost skied skied a marathon every day, nearly. Oh God. How mad is that? You can't believe he physically could actually keep doing that. You think you just fall yeah. in and make a nil judgment? That speed must be it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> well, he, he, well, obviously, he made a full recovery, right? Uh, and he died in 1989, age 71. Well, to say been through that to hit 71. Yeah, that's insane. It's you think you'd be really going, do your body some injuries there, wouldn't you, with that? Do yourself a shocking mischief, wouldn't you? God, what a couple of, What, two weeks? Just, that's madness. I two wonder what weeks. his mind were like. But just think, in that two weeks, he hadn't eaten anything. He'd eaten a hummingbird God. or whatever. No, he'd eaten a jay. He did the Siberian oh, jay in that time. Found the feathers and everything. <laughs> he'd been eating pine needles, running off speed for all that time. That's just... Two-week rave. <laughs> Can you imagine? I can't. Just even the paranoia part to it. You just don't know what theory we're going no. through. Blown up twice. And just so cold as well. You think, God, that's got to do you frostbite and all I that. I know. Blowing his clothes off. <laughs> <laughs> he don't have in his hands. <laughs> He's well at. <laughs> yeah, so I'm over the fin. We salute nice. you. Nice. Big salute. <laughs> Icy slopes of the Finnish <laughs> yeah, country, we the water Finland, yeah, because it, it makes me feel cold. It does, yeah, like that, yeah. You know, it's, it's always a bit. It sort of makes me feel a little bit chilly, you know. But we talked about sort of like the weird things, like life finds a way, kind of thing yeah. earlier on today. Sort of like so, you know, that sort of thing about life and how it can be a bit, bit weird and a bit odd. Now, I think we spoke about it before about how sort of you can take cells from things that can turn a bit freaky, you know, turn a bit yeah, weird at times, yeah, you yeah. know. One of the weirdest cells you can take is frogs. Frogs are very odd creatures in a lot right. of ways. Yeah, frog, frog, they're very adaptable in a lot of ways. That they're yeah. frog cells, you know. So basically, what happens is uh, this is from Laura Sanders in Science News. I mean, scientists tend to do things which are just want to see what happens yeah. a lot of the time, you yeah, know. So yeah. they take something, try something. Quite often, nothing really happens. Yeah. They think, right, well, you know, a lot think, of mistakes. A lot of mistakes. That, that kind of thing. Good. You know what I mean? So what they did, they took some cells, some skin cells from frog embryos. Yeah. So these frog embryos took these skin cells, put them in a special dish, sort of fed them a little bit to sort of see see what they could do to <laughs> yeah. encourage them to sort of multiply yeah. and see what would happen. Because this sort of thing is quite interesting to see what you, these cells will do, to see what they can help you know with our cells yeah, in the yeah. future, that kind, of, that kind of malarkey. So I thought, what will these little skin cells do? Will they turn into something odd? And they did. Mm. Now, they they formed themselves weirdly enough into microscopic living machines. <laughs> they became a new creature. God. These little machines, these little strange cell things, formed in things that can swim, sweep up debris, so they'll sort of like find things to consume and be among themselves, or, you know, or absorb it into their yeah, own sort yeah. of thing, right? And when injured, they could heal themselves. <laughs> These weird little new sort of machine things, right? So saying in a way, the bots were self-made. Scientists removed small clumps of skin cells from frog embryos, uh, and the cells, cells organized themselves into balls. Then bit by bit, they become more advanced into things called xenobots, which is like a living robot, yeah, yeah. and started to swim. Normally hair-like structures called cilia on, frig's, uh, on frog skin, it repels pathogens. So cilia is almost like a little hairy sauce. It's not hair, mm. but it's almost like a hairy fibre that's created, which, which they can use to sort of like, as, as well, a bit like hair on anything. It's, yeah. it's a protective layer. These cilia 
which they used to repel pathogens and spread mucus around, they started to use it as a propulsion system. God, that's a, that's so too fast evolution is it's that? It's too fast. It's too fast. So these yeah. adapted something used for something else, and they go, all right, use it for this instead. A propulsion. Yeah. A propulsion system. It used the, the material it already have had to become something new. So these xenobots have no nerve cells or brains, but each one is about half a millimeter wide. They can swim through very thin tubes and traverse curvy mazes. When put into an arena littered with small particles of iron oxide, the xenobots can swim the debris into piles that sort of tidy up into little areas. Yeah. But after being cut, the bots zippered themselves back up into spherical shapes. Wow. So I think what the scientists were trying to do was to say, look, if we split these things again, would they form a new thing? No, no, no. They're happy in the new form, their yeah, new, yeah. Their, their new Zip mode. Zip back together. Zip them back together, <laughs> reformed, and continued to scuttle around. Now they're saying that these uh, they're still working on the basics of xenobot life. The creatures can live for about 10 days without food. When fed sugar, xenobots can live longer. So we've grown them for over four months in the lab. And they do really interesting things if you grow them, including forming strange balloon-like shapes. So a bit about they don't just die. These yeah. things learn how to feed, grow, and start to adapt into new forms. And the fun with balloons and stuff. <laughs> well, I don't like know. Least, I think that, that. Well, I'm thinking it's a strange balloon-like shapes. I'm thinking, are they creating a buoyancy system? Mm. So in water, say something that will fill with a fluid and help yeah, with their buoyancy yeah. and move around. That's what they're sort of saying. God, it's, it's just too fast. It's just too weird, isn't it? It's just one of these things you look at. What? But if they cut off a bit of you, right? Yeah, yeah. And put it in a, in a lab, more often like, just like it's a mammal meat or whatever, you yeah. know, what what would happen to it? Probably not much, it'd probably just die. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh no, you get these frog skin cells, and it doesn't, it turns into a weird creature that grows into something else. It's funny that uh, frogs and toads have always been a bit witchcrafty, haven't they? You know? Yeah, that's a good point, actually. Yeah, quite like that. Yeah. Looking at it now, that they are somewhat really weirdly special. Yeah. Funny creature though. I couldn't hold a frog. I wouldn't be able to be all like. Oh, weird. do you know? I couldn't do. I couldn't hold a frog. I'd be weird. I'll throw it. I'd just throw it straight away. I'll like, tell you I hold them every day. What frogs? Yeah, well, toads. What? what? <laughs> <laughs> we're in toad season again now, look. Oh, you're toad saving stuff, yeah, innit? Yeah, yeah, so we're on toad I like patrol. that you do that. You still yeah, do it? Yeah, you still doing it, yeah. Saving yeah. them off the roads. Yeah, so up. basically what happens is we live we're near a very big pond, cool. uh, and the road nearby it keeps getting full of squashed toads. Loads oh. of toads are going from a stream on one side of the road to the pond on the other to breed. Yeah. And local people in there are fast flash cars, Audis and shit. Mm. They just keep mowing down all the toads. That's sick. They shouldn't be doing that. So I take our dog for a walk in the evening and I go out with a really big Tupperware. <laughs> and I collect all the toads from one side of the road uh, and take them to the other side of the road and put them in the pond. Oh, that's nice. And then we wait until towards the end of the other year when we see them coming back again. Yeah. Uh, I collect them all up and bring them back again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bless your toad duties. Yeah. But then again, I hope some of those cells don't rub off on me. And yeah. next thing I've got some weird little xenobots crawling around. I've eaten some toad before and that wasn't nice. What? I've eaten toad before and it wasn't nice at all. Someone pretending it was chicken in another country, obviously. Uh, and then one of these other pranks they pull on exactly, you. Exactly, you know what I mean? I wouldn't bite it, but I'm like, that's weird. And I did like the drumstick, a tiny little drumstick of it. It was it minging. It looked a bit like chicken, but it, it wasn't. What did it taste like? 
frog. Yeah, it just tasted weird. I, I've always thought when people yeah. have said that before, these you wouldn't say, oh, it tastes a bit like chicken. Yeah. And I think fuck off, it doesn't. It tastes looks. like it tastes like weather, yeah. anything that tastes like chicken is ever chicken. Yeah, that's it. That's textures and stuff like that and look of it. Yeah, fair dues, but the tastes were really weird and horrible. I don't know, this sounds a bit tight, does this sometimes? Because maybe I'm a little bit naive, right? But you know, like you can you can breed chickens, can't you? Yeah. And you breed enough chickens, everyone gets chicken, don't they? Yeah, yeah. Um, why don't they eat chicken? Why don't chickens eat? No, chicken? why why are they all eating toads and stuff? Does everybody like toads? They just eat everything over there. It's just I, I, I can't really explain it to them. It's it's. You get bored with chicken, don't you? Get have a bit of toad instead. It's just like there's a bit of a change in it. Oh, really? You want a burger? Do you want a pizza? Yeah, yeah I think they just fancy a change, you know. Rather than have a curry, but have a pizza. <laughs> no, we'll have a bit of toad. Our restaurant ones are like, what? What's that? Oh, it's duck beak. <laughs> what? Duck beak. And he could only. It was like a really, really hard pork scratching. You know what I mean? And it did taste all right. You know what I mean? But we could hardly eat. What did it taste of? Duck beak. <laughs> 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 the texture of crackling, but it definitely tasted like it taste ducky. ducky. It did taste yeah. ducky. Yeah, 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 like a bit like the Say skin. Ducky again. Ducky. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, ducky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's well, stuff like that, isn't it? Yeah. I, mean, I know it sounds probably a bit naive, but it's all you know, because people eat loads of different stuff. You know what yeah. I mean? I think it's just free, you know what I mean? A lot of times they're just picking it off the ground, aren't they? And eating it, that's what they they yeah. love a free meal. Really, do. free meals. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, actually, Nissan. When you this know, is in Thailand. Yeah, in yeah. Thailand, Nissan. There's just nothing left. No birds fly over it. Or birds are scared to fly over Nissan. They'll just get catapulted out of the air. You and everything I mean? that really. And they've eaten everything to death. You know, they've extinct. Apparently, there's some facts about. You know, it's a place where it's got the most extinct animals by humans. Just really? Eating it. <laughs> wow. Just eat everything. Everything. That's weird, isn't it? Yeah. I suppose it's just you get used to eating for free. Supermarkets are new, but I don't think it's just too many people doing the same thing. So good it? at eating for free and yeah, just eating, yeah. right? It's like everybody's got scars all over them from mushroom hunting, you know what I mean? They get, what? They've got massive scars all over their bodies. The first time I got them, I'm like, whoa, that's a big scar. From think, mushroom hunting? Yeah, so they're all out on the little bikes in the morning, dewy floor on the roads. They're all slipping off, you know, early so, <laughs> I imagine some like a big wild boar coming out and going, oh, so they're no. all just falling off motorbikes. Not falling off motorbikes, but I mean, everybody's got one, you know, everybody's got one of these weird scars, they just can't wait to get them. They love fucking free mushrooms, you know. Wow. <laughs> it's difficult. Another country, arcade, another world. There's other ideas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This is a story, right? We're gonna we, we've been to sort of like uh, been in a science labs, haven't we? Been yeah. up to the chilly, chilly <laughs> north, up into Finland, and storage like containers. That. Yeah, we're in storage containers. <laughs> <laughs> I've got about my bit. We've been to Armley. I'm to Harrogate. <laughs> All your sordid travels. So now, what I think we need to do, we need to go to South Africa. Why not? And it's it's a good place in South Africa. It's a great place for sort of like um, adventure sports. Oh, I bet yeah. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. really good. It's one of those places. There's loads of stuff you can do there. You can go hang gliding. You can go ballooning. You can yeah. sort of like kayaking down rivers. Absolutely all that kind stunning of. as well. I, did, I yeah. worked with a lad for a bit from there, and he, he just showed me some random pictures. It was like, 
my god it's beautiful some parts of that coastal areas yeah, yeah it's absolutely stunning it's not it's not on my kind of to-do list yeah thing, I, mean, but, I, know, I just yeah. dismiss it really and you just so, but they'd been. Uh, the, this was a group of adventurers, right? A group of three, uh, three adventurers, and these were in the the Banhoek Mountains near Stellenbosch. Now, I used to love the the area of Stellenbosch. <laughs> the white wines they used oh. to produce. Oh my god! Really nice. Good. Yeah, really, really good. Ooh. Yeah, good crisp, minerally white wines. Really, really nice. <laughs> Thirsty much? <laughs> Thirsty a little bit, our kid? All the time, our kid. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> so what there was the, these? So it basically, it was actually a group of about seven uh, had been, uh, and they'd been sort of they're doing a bit, a bit of the old, um, uh, well, they call it repelling here. Yeah. yeah. But they've basically been doing a bit of abseiling, so they've been going down the side of a cliff, kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. But some of the locals weren't happy with these these people sort of like on this little adventure. You know what I mean? Going down sort of like a, a repelling down this cliff, and the people who didn't like it were baboons. Oh fucking hell! Baboons. Oh, they hyenas and baboons scare. They come into the world just filled with babi- baboons oh, and hyenas, oh, oh, you know. No. So these guys kicked off. Did the baboons? They weren't happy at all, right? But anyway, humans are a lot bigger still, so yeah, they're like yeah. thinking they're a bit nervous and all that sort of stuff. So they thought, right, never mind this. Let's get ourselves down these fucking cliffs and get away to the humans. So the part way down, repelling, right, all the way down. What do the baboons do? Start throwing rocks. Oh, what? They start swinging rocks to the baboon. So you're on a rope, sort of like 90 foot down this cliff or something like this, right? Not just anyone's razor-sharp rocks. They'd found the God. sharp ones are slinging them at all these oh, people, right? Is there a right? good shot or not? Well, apparently so. They're hitting them all the time. Oh. They get absolutely <laughs> twatted, right? So thinking, this is awful. Things can't get any worse than this, yeah. right? They hear this rumbling from above. All the baboons are working together with a big boulder. <laughs> oh, that's horrible. They're all screwing around, showing the teeth and the yeah. red asses. And so they're oiling this 130 pound boulder oh, over this cliff, right? Shit. And completely twat them with it. Oh, no. Did they yeah. So three hikers get knocked off completely, all legs completely fucked, broken, oh. smashed up, right? And they had to be rescued by sort of like, you know, but well, imagine baboons coming down after you're all bust up on floor. Imagine laid bust up on floor, all baboons giving oh. it big licks at top of cliff and everything. Oh. Horrible. I've been going back with a gunship, Jesus. Uh, you were strafing the baboons. Yeah. Like, you working this. together though. Why weren't they happy? Because they're well, just in their area and they oh, didn't like yeah, the idea territorial. of it. And territorial, yeah, this yeah. is it. So, and especially baboons are very much like a rock-loving area. They like to be in the well, cliffs like and things. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, very much so. Yeah. <laughs> Naughty baboons. Uh, yeah. and you, I mean, that's the thing. It would be terrifying. Weaponised baboons chucking oh, rocks at you. Oh, yeah. baboons. Well, if you remember, one of the last episodes we did it was in Vietnam, where the, it was the Vietnamese yeah, rock yeah, apes were attack, attacking yeah. the, uh, the GIs, weren't they, yeah. with rocks, chucking rocks. So I think there's a long history of, like, monkeys, angry monkeys and apes chucking rocks, chucking rocks and having a go there, you know what I mean? So, you know, but I mean, they're terrifying me full stop. They are, the proper nasty. You know, they're not nice, are they? They've got like a dog's head on a monkey's body, haven't they? I mean, can you being caught in a room with one? In fact, that'd be funny watching you fucking baboon. (laughs) That would be funny. If you cut its nail, I'm not doing it if you... Yeah, but its teeth. Yeah, you want a muzzle the, on it, wouldn't yeah, you? Yeah, a muzzle, and if they cut its nails, I might have a go at it. Scratching at <laughs> oh, you. It's shitty nails. Oh. I saw some, I forgot what it was, or it was on something, and, and it was this. It was at a wildlife park, and it was a baboon perched on this windscreen. Uh. 
And you start thinking, oh, what's that? What's that baboon doing? You know what I mean? I'm in a wanker. Seriously, <laughs> 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 <Basically> was. <laughs> it was one of those horrible things I've ever seen. <laughs> And it, 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 well, there's no nice way of putting it. Basically, he's got himself up to the roundabout and it came in his own mouth. Oh, <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> all this windscreen, all oh, family watching through windscreen. He's thing. turning tricks like that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was horrible. I didn't yeah. know what was going to happen. I was just there looking at my phone and thinking, oh, what's yeah. this here? What's that, what's that monkey doing? Oh. Fucking hell, oh, man. It splooges in itself. Did he do that on purpose? Or yeah, what? yeah. Showing off. Well, look at that. I think he just wanted it in all the time. Oh. I thought, oh, this is fun. I like this. The nutrients in. Oh, no. It's absolutely dirty it. bastard. Dirty monkey. It's like their hands in it. Monkey's hands. You're like, oh. Oh, it did trick for in his case, yeah. didn't it? Hopefully, nail varnish on it. Bit lippy. <laughs> but I mean, one of the things I like say with, with monkeys, though, because we were going to roll on, but, but th- things like with monkeys, it's not just uh, just not just not in Africa, you know. It's like one of the ones in. Uh, this is just a quick story about I saw this linked onto <laughs> it. And it was in the rooftops of uh, Uttar Pradesh in India. Oh, you know, yeah. so this uh, the, the, a couple had gone up to the top of the, on their like rooftop terrace and yeah, had a lovely yeah. time with a new baby. Is it those ones that it's a hotel room but it's like on stilts and it's right into tree canopy type of thing, or is it some? No, house? I think it's just their their own house. Oh, I right, think it's yeah. in sort of like a, in their own area. It's on their own house. Yeah, and they're just on the terrace of the uh, three-story house. It's a little bit further high up. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just this young couple got the little baby with them and all that sort of stuff. They're looking out over the over the treetops on a nice evening. Who rocks up? Fucking monkeys rock up, don't they? Right? Oh dear, gang of monkeys. So they're not. They don't really say in this particular sort of like a uh, 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 report what type of monkeys they were, but they were basically monkeys. <laughs> now I think they're a bit bigger monkeys. I think they're probably like either baboons or something. I'm trying like to get that. the name of that fucking the monkeys, and I can't remember any of the names. It Paul. The band. The monkeys turn up. Baby Jones. Peter Talk. Probably minute menacing of that. That one with hats on and that. Like, oh fuck. He's stolen the thought. What he would call Nab 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 Nash. I can't remember his name. Is. I know. I remember Turn up with little bikes and that. Oh, fuck hey, where the monkeys. Yeah, wait monkeys. Alright. Kick it off. I've got baby to chill out. Well, all these all these monkeys surrounded him. Yeah. Kicked off completely, attacked them, s- snatched the baby. I'm about to say, don't be stealing the baby. Threw it off the roof. Oh God! Threw it off the roof. This is monkeys for you. Shit! This is fucking monkeys. Yeah, I've heard they're really yeah. bad. Now I always say is, well, people think, oh, you know, like nature's lovely, and yeah, nature can be really lovely and everything yeah. like that. You know what I mean? And they say, oh, humans are awful. And yeah, humans can be awful at times. Monkeys are bastards. They're really bad. Yeah, you want to watch yourself yeah. with monkeys. Ollie Border Collie, he's proper goes crazy. You mention monkeys to him, he goes crazy. What? They're evil. They're evil. I'll kill them. Any monkey, I'll kill. He's, he's just got a friend who wants to kill monkeys. Yeah, he's really passionate about how dangerous monkeys are. He has, he a, has he had a run in? No, not at all. He's just he's raged about monkeys. You know, what I mean, he's learned some facts, <laughs> and that's it for him. Now he, he, we do it. We just drop the monkey into a conversation. And he's off again. You know, what I mean, wildly. Basically, well, he's, he's right. Uh, maybe, <laughs> maybe he got thrown off a roof as a kid. Yeah, he was the baby. But he's saying that uh, they want to. Sometimes they don't even want to kill you. They want to disfigure your face or what you think you look like human. Basically, he says they rip your face off. The first thing you do, a monkey do, will come over and rip your face off well, just I, to disfigure you. Really? Yeah, that's what he says. 
He, what he, your mate says again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he says. Yeah. Oh, that Bob said it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Unbelievable. Well, I, I know they did because they did it to that woman, didn't they? Who, who I heard the phone call where she says like, "Oh my God, oh, a chimpanzee! Yeah. She, she's ripped her face off." Oh. And the chimp basically ripped this woman's face off. And worst thing is she didn't die, did she? Oh God! Oh no, man. The idea no. of a chimp. And worst thing is, once your eyes have gone, oh. like you got the chimp over you, oh, and you can God. still like a. Oh, ripping when it's got hold of it. Chimps are bastards. Oh. Apes, monkeys, all yeah, that. You know, they're you they're dangerous. Clear. Even little ones. Even really little ones, strong. Yeah. Really strong. Yeah, that's what. <laughs> cheery stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Watch out for the monkeys. What we need to do is get your mate to ask about a combat monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> he just wants a shotgun him. That's all he wants to do. Oh. Poor Davy Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking glasses on for any of this. We can make it all up. Blank sheets of paper. I'm just coming out. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Right. Well, I kid. <laughs> Thank fuck, I say. <laughs> We're all on it, but I think I think after like a bit of a good run at sort of like some of the shows we've been doing, this one's been fucking weird. I it? hope it's all right. I apologise now. This I think is like it's drug been abuse. Right. It's like us. We've been up in Finland on speed. Skiing about really fast. M- m- fucking cracking cove the meth special. <laughs> <laughs> so what we do? I, I usually I like to sort of finish on something a bit bit cosier, don't I? Oh right, you're going off boat again. Oh fucking, we are going well oh. off east on this. <laughs> Let's get it done, our kid. Well, well, this is the one where they, they, I mean, America, it's fought some weird wars, you know. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, and they, they have to find different ways for sort of like fighting those wars. They can't just do it all the American way, yeah, which yeah. is just going and completely obliterate everything. Sometimes that doesn't work for the Americans, yeah, yeah. right? So there've been loads of different sort of like, um, and especially after World War uh, World War Two, weird time for America was that. Yeah. They're already all over the war. Before World War Two, they're very inward-looking with the Americans. Yeah, so yeah. They're very sort of introverted and inward-looking. And to a certain extent, they did it again after World War Two. They sort of became quite, you know, yeah. paranoid. They were, they were worried about like the Red Menace and yeah, so, yeah. socialism or communism spreading through everywhere. But before that, they were very much inward-looking, and we were America for Americans, sort yeah. of thing. But suddenly, there they were all over the world. Fighting small wars on lots of different ones, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. lots of different fronts still. So they sort of like the, the sort of defeat the, the Nazis mm-hmm. and J- the Japanese and various other forces. But they were still found themselves in areas where they were trying to hold territory and form new territories to make everything safe again, make yeah, it all yeah, yeah. American, like right. Korea and all that. that sort of stuff. Exactly right, that kind yeah. of malarkey, you know what I mean? So one of these sort of like uh, one of these places was the recently independent Philippines. Right. Now you yeah. don't really often sort of hear about the. The, Jap- the American war in the Philippines. Do you? I kind of know that they're, they're always they love controlling countries sneakily, don't they? You yeah. Know, propping up a you know some weird um, president and stuff. Uh, they're very good at that. Aren't well, they? yeah. Well, it's weirdly enough. I mean, this week is the it's the twentieth uh, anniversary of the uh, Iraq War. Oh wow! Today yeah. Yeah. is this when we're recording. This is on the Monday we're doing the recording. That's the, this is exactly the twentieth anniversary of it. And I'm reading about. It. And I do want to cover something a little bit about it later on in, in a, a separate episode. Do want to do it now? It's not the right time to do it yeah, this week. Yeah. But I want to cover something about that. A really weird incident. Ooh. 
But um, but they're talking about it now. I was listening to a thing today saying how uh, all the weapons inspectors were in like Iraq. Yeah. They knew their stuff. They'd done it before. They'd been in. They knew what they were looking for. And then they went back to the CIA who was making him sort of like investigate stuff. They'd had this weird weapons expert that had got in from nowhere. Uh-huh. He said this guy kind of knew some things, but not much. Yeah, yeah. The CIA were saying anything you're doing, you've got to listen to this guy. They were saying, well, we're finding things, but this is nothing to do with weapons of mass destruction. This is just some pipes. This guy's whispering with the CIA, going, oh, yeah, that's nuclear. Oh, that's chemical. And they're all saying, yeah, whatever you're saying, this is true. You know, Uh, so this guy was cooking the books on his own. You know, they they wanted to wall there. But they they have to find different ways and different fronts and different sort of tactics. That's the thing. They have to kind of find things. So they're actually sort of, um, when they're in the Philippines after World War II, um, they were uh, there was a, a, the, an anti-Japanese rebel group called the Hook Balahaps, right? Known as the Hooks, and they've been reformed by the communists after the war. So they sort of like fought everything the Japanese fought back, won. Next thing you know, the communists got the claws in them, kind mm. of thing. Americans weren't happy. So next thing you know, they're sort of like getting in there, getting fighting. But because it's on foreign soil, it isn't always controlled by the military. The military are in there. Yeah. But they need like a force who's looking a little bit deeper into things. Well, like Black Ops. Yes. Ooh. The CIA. Mm. The CIA was there, right? And it was They're only re- proper dirty. <laughs> they are dirty as anything, right? And so they thought that what they needed to do, they needed to get inside these the hooks, these Philippine rebels. They need to get inside their heads. Yeah. Right. So they looked into their belief systems and everything they were in and what they feared. <laughs> Pretty clever, actually. Most, right. Yeah. So what they did. They convinced them that they were being hunted by vampires. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to roll with them daft ones sometimes, and if you find out there's a local legend of a vampire, that's right. Yeah, just start messing with their heads. So they had a specialist psychological warfare squad was brought bought into the battle, right? So what they decided to do was to convince these people in the Philippines that an asswang was in the area. <laughs> that sounds terrifying. An asswang. <laughs> and in the Philippines, an asswang is a kind of catch-all term for various monsters of folklore, mainly werewolves and vampires. Wow. Right? So their technique was this, the Americans. So the squad, this sort of psychological warfare squad, went around to the villages spreading rumours that an Aswang was in the countryside. It was <laughs> in the area, right? Exactly where these hooks were based, these, right, these, yeah, these rebel forces, right? So what they'd do is they'd hunt the hooks. So they'd see these, these patrols going out into the jungle and they'd follow them, they'd sneak along with these special forces. Yeah. <laughs> and then what they'd do is to grab the ga- last guy in the in the patrol, yeah. right? They'd snatch him, hand out mouth, pull him out of the way, right? So they'd all keep walking. They'd say, hey, well, where's, where's Teddy gone? You know? <laughs> and there's no more scary, is there? So they'd get him, sweep him around to the front somewhere. They'd kill him, Shit. stab him in the neck, oh, two puncture wounds in the neck, wow. hang him upside down and drain all the blood from his body. Man. And hang him on the on the uh, It's on not the, a game anymore, is it? And hang him in the path for them to find. Jesus. So they'd be coming back from patrol and Terry's not come back. Like, oh, <gasps> there he is! Terry! <laughs> right. He's been ass wanged. They would then go back to their village shit scared, yeah. right? And this went on time and time and time again, right? 
<laughs> they started building in the middle of nowhere. They do this thing where they paint the eye of God in buildings, right? So that some would go overnight, some would come up, wake up in the morning. This massive eye would be staring <laughs> at the kind of thing. <laughs> but the main thing they did was they do this thing by by faking vampire attacks. Wow! And of course, the Americans won. You got in the reds and just got yeah, bored yeah, with I'm off, yeah. love. I can't do with these. This all went bomb between 1952 and 1954, and the hooks lost ground and the rebellion was put down. It completely fucked them. Wow. Yeah, psychologically, completely broken. That is local. pretty sneaky and clever, isn't it? That yeah. is devilish in a way. That is really clever. Absolutely, you know what I mean? But that's the that's the Americans for you, you know? They don't pull the punches. Isn't it? They always said this about like the British in like the special force, uh, Brit- British forces in World War Two. You know, everyone said, yeah, you, you're firm but fair kind of thing. They yeah. kick you in the arse, but then they give you a sort of like tea and cake, or yeah, they, yeah. they'd feed you. You know, the Americans wouldn't. Americans yeah. would fuck you up. Yeah. Oh my God. They're very frightened. A lot of forces were very, very frightened of being captured by the Americans or by the Russians. I didn't hear that, know that yeah, about Americans. Americans very much in a bit of sneaky torture tactics. Yeah, they yeah. Would, yeah that's it. Yeah, they were, they were very, yeah, very much. And again, it's that sort of insular, inward-looking kind of mindset where it was a case where they'd say, like, you know, we're not sparing you. You're, you're the enemy. We know what the enemy is. Bang, bang, bang. You're dead. Yeah, sort of thing, and I've done know? quite a good thing here. Yeah. yeah whereas I, I think it was because. America's a young nation. Yeah, yeah. Whereas the British, we've been at war for thousands of years. And, and we, we play of... cricket, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about that, isn't yeah. it? None of that baseball malarkey. <laughs> Not quite yeah. cricket. So there we go. I thought what we'll do is we'll leave that on uh, the thought of uh, vampires mm. in the in the jungles of the Philippines in 1952 <laughs> to 1954. A very strange note. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Let's hopefully there'll be a little bit something there to entertain you, the listeners. <laughs> Let's go take loads more speed, Aki. Good idea. <laughs> I'm still on my teeth. I've been up for nine days. It's champion. <laughs> So it's a very strange bye-bye from Matt. And it's a fucked up bye-bye from Benny. Take care, guys! <laughs> there are three ways you may contact Kraken Cove. Either by email at podcast at gmail.com On Twitter at Kraken Cove Or Instagram at Kraken Cove Ha ha!